When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Young Bucks, your Pittsburgh Pirates prospect podcast of choice here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. He's Jared Kruger. I'm Alex Stumps. Jared, how's it going, man? Uh, Alex, it couldn't be any better. You know, we have a lot to go through today or tonight or this morning, whatever you want to call it, because it could be any time where you actually listen to this podcast. And we so th- gratefully thank you for actually listening to us banter and ramble on. Um, but we do have a surprise in the third segment. But first, let's talk the next month that's coming up, September. Yes. <laughs> We're not transitioning today, people. We're just going straight at it. Uh, September call-ups are going to be starting on Tuesday. And unlike years past, where basically anyone on the 40-man who's healthy could be promoted, this year it's just two. That's the trade-off for the 26th player during the regular season. So you do get an expanded roster. It's just 28. Now, in the past, you know, someone would just be up and that would be it. We're going to see a lot of transactions coming out throughout the month of September. And honestly, it might just be like a normal month, like in regular baseball terms, where it's like, all right, this person's hurt. We're calling up some from AAA because Indianapolis is going to be playing for that extra month. So Jared, with that in mind, it's, is it Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday? That's the first one of the two (laughs) Wednesday's the first. What day is this? Um, It's Wednesday. Yeah. It's Wednesday. Okay. So let's say it's Wednesday. Pirates send out the email saying that they've added two players to the roster. Who would those two players be for you? Well, I think number one, he's in Altoona right now, would be Rodolfo Castro. I know that he obviously struggled, uh, and that's why he got sent down in, in favor of Michael Chavis. But I think he would be my first pick. Um, it, it's tough because, you know, the guys that I would typically pick, and obviously I, you know, I lean towards Altoona because obviously I'm here. I've seen them play. And, ungodly amount of games this season but you know i would i if this was three months ago i would have said Contreras and cruz but i think Mm -hmm. castro is up there and honestly i want to see cole tucker again i mean i just it's i i don't know it's hard to explain because you know the personality is great for baseball but the the D or not the defense, but the offense just hasn't lived up to those expectations. And I just want to see him get another chance and see what he can do with it. I mean, obviously the pirates, you know, Friday night clinched another losing season shocked. Um, and I'm not shocked at all by that, even though I just said I was shocked. I, there's a little sarcasm. I'm not quite sure how sarcasm plays through podcasts, but you never <laughs> know. Um, although if you've listened to us 
over the course of this podcast, you should know sarcasm pretty well. Um, but I want to see Tucker and Castro. I know obviously they play both play middle infield. Castro's, you know, a little bit more versatile, but you know, Tucker's a guy that let's see what he can hit. And and honestly, make maybe it's a feeler for see if other teams might be interested. It's another little opportunity for him to go out there and play. You and I have a similar point of mind. My two guys are Cole Tucker and Jared Oliva. And it's for one reason, and, and it's for one reason only. They need to know if these guys are going to be tendered a contract this, this offseason. Because both of these guys are players that this new regime inherited. They are not, you know, guys that they picked. They are guys who never had humongous offensive profiles, but with the defense and the base running, you know, they just had to hit enough. They didn't hit well enough that they felt confident to send them to the alternate site. Once this season started back way back in April, they stayed down in Bradenton. They kept working on offensive development. This is kind of it because they both have, I guess, uh, all of those two option years remaining, but Cole Tucker is one option year remaining. You can't waste a roster spot doing the same thing with Cole Tucker next year as you did this year, where he's just this guy bouncing, you know, organizational depth. If that's all Cole Tucker is, you've got to use that roster spot elsewhere. Right. And right now, I mean, you look at Altuna's roster, and we're going to get to that in the second segment, but you look, uh, you look at that, and there are people coming. There are people that are going to be pushing for the 40-man spot, you know, not right now, but this offseason. And why waste an off a roster spot with a guy or two guys or whoever that, you know, aren't part of your future? Can Cole Tucker play in the major leagues defensively? Yes, I think the glove can play. Yeah. Um, personality, I think, is great for baseball. I think he's one of, he's more of the outgoing, flamboyant personalities. I think that's great. It's the, the offense, the stick just has not has not come to life. Not that he was – ever you know one of the greatest hitters of all time but it's just one of the situations but you know you look at him and, and jared oliva first of all great first name jared um but you know it, it's just one of those situations where who's going to be more valuable to the organization and if neither of them are you've got to cut ties because there are guys coming and coming fast yeah uh, ben Charrington was asked that earlier. I, I, I won't make you edit it. I'll just give the paraphrased version because you should read the story that goes along with it. Uh, he said that the most important thing that whenever they look at these September call-ups is development. There is There are uh, playing opportunities in AAA still to wrap up the rest of the year, which is why, like, in years past, if, if this was a normal offseason, I would have said, no, I want to see uh, Marcano. I want to see, you know, someone else in that vein. This year, Mercano, we're going to see in 2022. Maybe we see him at the end of 2021 also. Maybe he is, you know, that guy who's on the roster on Wednesday. But for now, it kind of sounds like he's going to be in Indianapolis and he's not exactly, you know, top, ready to go. And he's been struggling a little bit also, you know, as of late, which, you know, it's going to happen time time that's baseball there are ebbs and flows but for this i just need to see jared oliva and cole tucker give them consistent playing time if the answer is no that's still an answer if it's like no jared oliva is not a major league quality outfielder 
that's fine. But this purgatory of, oh, what are we going to do? Is he going to bounce between it up and down? You know, they cut ties with uh, Jason Martin for, for less, I feel like, than this for either one of these two guys. No, and, I, and honestly, I like Jason Martin over Jared Oliver, but obviously I don't make those decisions. But this, you know, the last what, the Pirates played their 129th game on Friday night. So they've got roughly 33 games left. These 20% last, of the season. Right. So this last part of the season, this is for next year. Obviously, listen, the Pirates aren't accomplishing anything other than figuring out where they're going to draft next year in these next 33 uh, or this last 20% of the season. This is for next year. It's who's going to be your guys and, you know, and who's not. And it's okay for both. This is a perfectly okay situation. It's good to have this because guess what? Cole Tucker isn't, I don't, I don't think Cole Tucker is better than O'Neill Cruz and maybe even G1 Bay, but you have to, you have to see what you've got because, Hey, maybe this is a guy that you can turn around for a major league reliever or even a back-end starter or what have you, or even organizational depth, you know, and, and maybe a prospect. It's it's seeing what you've got, you know, and, and going from there because that matters too. And if they're not going to be a part of their future, and let's be real, I don't think that they are the long-term, long-term you know, plans uh, anywhere. But at the same time, if the stick comes around, that's a good problem to have for both players. Could you imagine if this was – if we're at the end of this last season and Jared Alva never got the second call up, not saying that Jared Alva is, you know, an outfielder going forward. And actually, frankly, this, these past couple of weeks have kind of indicated more that he isn't part of that future going forward, but go for it. What have you got to lose right now? <laughs> you can't, Yeah, they're going to have a top four draft pick, even if things go well the rest of the way. No, exactly. And, you know, listen, figure out what you got and go from there. And if it's not what you want, you know, say goodbye. And yeah, is are some are either both of those guys are fan favorites, but at the same time, you can't always be nice to everybody. And there are guys that are infinitely better coming up through the system. And especially so in Altoona. Yeah. Altoona is a pretty hopping place. Uh, I'm going to be crashing the party there briefly on Sunday. What? Yeah. We're going to have to talk more about this after our first break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back to Young Bucks here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. Jared Prugar, Alex Stump. Jared, I remember at the beginning of the year, we posed the hypothetical question. One of our first episodes was if we could be in only one area right now, only one affiliate, which one would you choose? 
And we both agreed it was Greensboro. And right now I'd still say Greensboro. But Altoona is a pretty close second at the moment. <laughs> First, I'm not going to lie. I, you know, I love Altoona, not just because I live here, but when you look at the Altoona curve lineup, it is incredible. And I, and listen, this is double A baseball. So there's a very good chance that, you know, guess what? I don't know how these guys are going to pan out, but man, right now, they are fun to watch and they are putting up some serious statistics at the plate. Yeah. I mean, this is a, usually if you go to like a double a facility or double a team, you're like, okay, they're going to be a couple hitters here. Someone like Sawinski is, is like legitimately is Smith and Ajiba are like the seven, eight hitters. They would be, you know, cleanup for a lot of other double A franchises right now. And that doesn't mean they're all going to hit, but there are, if, if Greensboro has all the pitching prospects, I think Altoona has the hitting prospects. They got the, the big, big bat in O'Neill Cruz, and then a bunch of tertiary guys who could be good role players or have some sort of impact at the major league level, potentially. This is the lineup from Thursday, which I was at the game Thursday, and, and we're going to have some content for In the System here coming up next week um, from this weekend and, and from the game that I saw on Thursday. This is the lineup. The DH was Matt Frazier. The shortstop was O'Neill Cruz, who, by the way, will start playing full games here relatively soon. He's been only playing about seven innings when he's um, uh, typically when he's in the field. Second base was uh, Castro, Rodolfo Castro, former major leaguer. Uh, Mason Martin at first base. Diego Castillo, who um, the Pirates got in the Clay Holmes trade yeah. at third base. Uh, Cal Mitchell in right field. Sawinski in left field and Jiwon Bay in center field. The catcher was Arden Paps. So say what you want there. But and, and obviously Oswaldo Beto was um was the pitcher and he got really through a really good game. Um, but one through seven there is just absolutely absurd. Yeah. I mean, that is legitimate right there. Like someone like even even someone like you didn't mention, but Carter Bins also yeah. like a, a legitimate catching prospect in the mix. Also, now you you chopped off a lot whenever you said Beto is the pitcher. Altuna's pitching. It's it's not great once you get past Contreras. And I, I know a lot of this year has been a, a wash. I could still see someone like De Los Santos, you know, pitching in, in the bullpen at the major league level potentially. But it's a, a also a long time on the injured list this year. And just it, it's Contreras and pretty much it. I mean, there's Kranich also, but now he's gone. Right. And, you know, we were excited about Travis McGregor to start the season, but obviously that. See, I kind, of, I kind of regret that in the past because I, I wrote that in my and my mom visit of like guys who could break out prospect wise and i and i prefaced it with mcgregor being like well this better be his breakout and then it wasn't one of the guys so that's that impressed that. me in altoona as far as pictures go before we get back to the hitters was trey mcgo um and 
he's a local guy. He pitched or he played in Johnstown, which is only about 30, 45 minutes away from Altoona. But he has been impressive for the curve this year. And that's a guy that honestly I hadn't even heard about um, up until this point. But, you know, he's, um, you know, he's played really well. And obviously he gets to play in front of the hometown fans, which is really a unique experience. He's four and four with a three, five, five ERA started 14 games for the curve, one complete game. Um, you know, he's, he's not going to be a guy that lights it up, but you know, it, it's good to have that kind of depth, but the real story, like we've been talking about is those hitters and those hitters, man, that lineup is fun to watch. They put up 16 runs and in six innings on Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. And the they leading hitter was Cal Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. I, Cal Mitchell. I forgot to even mention him. I mean, there, there are legitimately eight guys in that lineup that they could potentially put in that it, you don't even bat an eye, whatever. And then you just have you know someone else to round out the lineup. Yeah. But, and, and that's and the guys that we mentioned, we haven't even mentioned Kane and Smith and Jigba, <laughs> like the, the, the depth on the offensive side of the baseball for the curve is it's got to be one of the most powerful lineups, you know, Mason Martin's got a ton of home runs. Uh, Castro's got double digit home runs, double a Diego Castillo has double digit home runs at double a and Matt Frazier just knocks the cover off a ball, no matter what level he's playing at. Yeah. Matt Frazier just reached another level. (laughs) This year feels like, um, to pump the brakes on the hype train a little bit since you mentioned him. Mason Martin, the more this year progresses, I'm, I'm just kind of surprised how he just hasn't taken that next step. And this was the year he needed to take that next step. And now it's coming down to, do you roster uh, a first baseman with no defensive flexibility who is striking out a third of the time at double A. I don't know how you could roster someone like that. And frankly, I don't know how you take someone like that in rule five. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this podcast on this podcast before, right? We talked about how Mason Martin was, should have been a guy that got promoted. He should have been a guy that was in triple A, but honestly, the, the lot, the back half of the month of July and, and into August have not, I've seen why they're not taking him now. Now this very well could be a factor of we are late in the season now in double a, they did not play a full slate of games last year. You can say what you want about the outside, but the reality is that's not playing games every six days and having a day off on Mondays. That's, you know, just workouts and, and different things. It's not the grind of an actual regular season. And we're reaching the point in the season now, you know, with only a few weeks left that, Hey, guess what? These guys are getting tired and they're getting worn out. And I think we're starting to see that in a big way for, especially for guys with a significant amount of power, like Mason Martin. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 and also because of COVID times and whatever happened last year, but I don't know. He's the guy I, I kind of move my fancies on to, to the Smith Najigbas, to the Sawinskis, to to the Carter Bins, more as like potential major league contributors at this point, because Mason Martin 
they're like three true outcome hitters. Here are his three true outcomes. He's either an all-star, he, he's Brad Eldred, or he never makes the major leagues. Ah, oh, big country references. I love it. Yeah. And out of those three, I think Brad Eldred is the most likely. No, and, and that's the thing, too. Like, and so this is not, you know, this is me kind of taking a step back from being a journalist, um, a verified journalist on Twitter, by the way, if anybody... <laughs> This listing hasn't figured that I have for whatever reason a blue check mark um, on my on my account. Go watch the curve play, whether it's on MILB TV or what have you, because there's not a team that's more entertaining than they are. And here's why: you don't know what you're going to get from Mason Martin. Is it going to be an awful strikeout? Is it going to be a ball that hits the roller coaster? Is it going to be this, that, or something else? But same thing with O'Neill Cruz, man. O'Neill Cruz, if you ever have the opportunity to even watch from above the field when O'Neill Cruz takes batting practice, it is a thing of beauty. And it's for reference, right? So I watch O'Neill Cruz pretty regularly take batting practice because number one, I'm fascinated by it. Number two, I just think that it's, you know, as a coach, BP is, is a really time, is a really fun time for me because I get to watch swings, I get to watch everything involved. This dude puts it in the middle of the roller coaster in right field. And when I say that that's like, that would be in the Allegheny river in Pittsburgh. And that's, that's not even like, ah, that hits the boat that's docked there that hits it over the boat that's docked in the Allegheny river. These, the balls that he hits are just incredible. And if you've ever heard the ball hit off his bat and this weekend, when I'm in attendance, I'll be able to send some video here, but it's just different. And it's different in a good way. That's a pretty good place, I think, to wrap it up. With, with the plea to just watch the curve. Just watch the curve. Like I am going to on Sunday. I didn't tell Jared that before I discovered. I said I was going to be coming up eventually. I didn't tell him I had a day. And the great news is it's his turn to buy us dinner. There we go. With that, we're going to take one more break. We have one more thing left to go. Welcome back to the final segment of the Young Bucks podcast and the PK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. We have the beauty of us know that we have the thrill uh and the sadness you know of being this third and final segment when we say final segment it might be the final segment of young bucks and here's why the dk pittsburgh sports podcasting network is growing and we are expanding in an absolutely incredible way there this is not a bad thing by any means in fact you're going to be hearing more of me. Sorry about your luck. However, it's going to be one of those cool things that, and oh my gosh, if you have the opportunity to go and see our website, dkpittsburghsports.com, you'll see Alex and I are going to be together for what seems like forever. But more about yeah wow we're getting really sentimental here but we are adding yinzers 
That's right. We're uh, adding the boys from the 412. Podcast on Fifth Avenue that's going to have Taylor Haas, Jordan DeFigio, and Jenna Harner. Pirates Fans Forum, our, our friend Gary Morgan. Steeler Nation. Um, and we're going to have Alex and I, I'm transitioning to the Pirates to be named later. For those of you that have not heard the news, and if you haven't, it's because I haven't really heard the news until I was told about it, actually. I'm now full-time with DK Pittsburgh Sports. Woo! Yes. So what that means is I'm going to be Alex's partner on the Pirates beat. And with that comes more responsibility. So some of you might have noticed the live files and how, you know, they're done before every game. Well, I've been the one behind the scenes working on that as I transition into, you know, being on the beat with Alex and, and I'm not going anywhere by any means on, on curve stuff, prospect stuff. In fact, that's going to be one of my focuses, but Alex and I are going to be on the pirates pod to be named later. So young bucks is being absorbed into that. We're going to have a podcast segment based on prospects um, during our, our podcast. Um, and I honestly am very excited for it. I, I know I'm probably speaking for both of us, but it's an excellent opportunity for both myself and the site. Um, I'm still going to be on Penn State stuff, uh, helping out with our new, our newest colleague, Corey Geiger, who is a good buddy of mine and, and also one of my mentors in this business. So it's a very excellent, it's a very exciting time for myself, for Alex and for the rest of the site. But, you know, at the, at the same time, I am very sad to see Young Bucks go. Yeah, yeah, this was a fun little project, you know, for a side thing. Like, we could have easily, or I could have easily just done two regular Pirates prospect, or prospect, no, just two Pirates podcasts a week in the same way that there are, like, five daily shots in the same way that there are just the non-draft season for Steelers. It, it could have been a lot of – we could have done it a different way. I, I liked focusing on the minor leaguers. Jared did a great job getting a hold, getting them actually on the show. That was something that I think really separated us from other podcasts that you could find. This was a fun side thing. We're obviously going to be talking prospects on the new one, but, yeah, we're just going to be focusing on that. It's all getting absorbed into one. So if you're worried that Jared and me weren't going to be podcasting anymore, don't worry about it. We're still doing it. We're, you, you can't tear us apart. You just can't. No, and you really can't. And we joke about this all the time. But, you know, Alex and I have worked together for what seems like years. Um, because it has been years, Jared. <laughs> and it really has been. He's followed me everywhere I've gone. And even times I followed him, too, in, in a very non-creepy, non-back alley, wanting to jump him kind of way. Um, obviously, we know that there are some Twitter beefs and Twitter polls uh, throughout Pittsburgh sports media, and especially on the Pirates beats, that certain people seem to be losing all the time. But we have not had that. We are, we are uh, we're a package deal, and, um, and, it, and I'm very excited for it because Alex and I think we're, we're very complimentary of each other. We talk about complimentary offense and defense all the time in sports. Well, that's, you know, Alex is a lot more analytical, and I'm more a little bit, you know, straight to the point and and like to have fun with, with what we do. And I think this Pirates beat has the potential for both of us to really build on, on the foundation that we have already, but also take our coverage at DK Pittsburgh Sports to the next level. And when that happens, I think you're all going to be excited, and I think you're all going to be uh, very pleased with what we have to offer. 
So, Jared, I got one last question for you before we call this a show. This this has been a weekly show for seven months. Does that sound right? Seven, eight months? We started in late January, so that'd be seven months. Well, we started during basketball season because I know we had a conversation before a a pregame. Oh, God, we're just going to let all the industry secrets out, aren't we? Yeah, so this is a behind-the-scenes aspect of it. Alex and I... You know, there for a while, especially early on, was um, recording. I We record this over Zoom. Uh, so if there are any audio issues, you can thank Zoom. Um, you can also thank them for letting us use their platform um, on my teacher account. But we, I recorded in a bunch of different places. <laughs> and that was kind of the, the fun part of it is one time it was in a stairwell before a, a girls basketball game um, as some of you may know, I coach girls basketball. Um, one was in my office in my new house. One was in my dining room at my old house. Um, and we recorded one live at PNG field um, when Ronzi Contreras pitched in uh, opening day for the pyre for the out to occur. Yeah. We, we've done a lot of different locations, seven weeks or seven months let, let's round numbers call this episode 30 30 ish so what did we learn on these 30 ish episodes jared i learned that you're coming out soon on sunday and i've made you buy lunch. <laughs> um but I, I learned that now that i'm getting the call up from the minors to the pros uh, or to the majors uh on the podcast beat you know listen we're gonna have a lot of fun we're nothing's going to change it's just the fact that now Alex and I get to bring you one podcast a week uh, about the pirates and, you know, and, and even better coverage, expanded coverage on the site. What about you, Alex? What did you learn? I learned that you make far more Shrek references on a podcast <laughs> that I ever would have expected. That makes two of us. I, I, I someone the internet i'm giving you a task i know jared did the did the like onions last week what what are some other ones that you remember yeah absolutely tweet us a call to action yeah tag us tweet us you know tell us some of your favorite quotes some of your favorite lines of young bucks and maybe they'll make it in the introductory show for pirates podcast to be named later now i see this is what stinks about this. I just got used to saying your Pittsburgh Pirates prospects podcast of choice. Now it's got to be so many more P's Pirates podcast to be named later. That's only two. That's a lot of P's, man. It's a lot. It's really, it's really a lot. I also learned that for someone who taught math, two is a lot <laughs> for you. Number, listen, I'm not a math guy. You're the numbers guy. I'm the English guy, although I am a man of numbers. Listen, sometimes you just got to go in there and tell everybody how you feel. Also a Shrek quote. There we go. That's two. (laughs) Would you look at that? We're we're going to, we're really going to, we're ending the show at a Shrek quote. A Shrek quote. I can't talk anymore. Multiple Shrek Shrek. quote and me losing the ability to speak. This is the way young bucks always was intended to end. Be sure to check out the DK Pittsburgh sports podcast network. It's getting revamped. Everything Jared talked about, there are going to be changes coming up in the near future. Thank you so much for listening through these 30 ish episodes. 
We'll see you over at the podcast to be named later. That'll do, Donkey. That'll do. Thank you.